Hey, hey, hey. Hola. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. Don't give it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Yes, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on Drag, Drag Race España. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT <laughs> We're back. We're, We're back, 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 back again. We just finished the finale of Drag Race Down Under a few hours ago, but now we just get to really, now we get to really dedicate the rest of our lives. <laughs> the rest of our, our mental thoughts, our feelings, now are being take well they're, they're being put into drag race espana we, we do we are already enjoying this season a lot but I, I am now grateful that i can just think about this season and yes the ups and downs just focus on it because it's a lot to do tom it's a lot oh my gosh tom tom is a very well respected and hard-working psychiatrist allegedly um not allegedly <laughs> No, Tom. Nobody check the GMC register, please. <laughs> and then you also have two podcasts. And then two you, and podcasts. then there's, I mean, and then you're a father. Happy Father's Day to cats. Yeah, to the cats. To two cats. To Lily Tom, and Lavender. They're basically children. <laughs> you you are a full time father. Well, you know, working three jobs. They've become increasingly difficult since we installed that cat flap. They're just very ungrateful. I just want to give you your moment. And Thank you. You downplay how amazing you are, how successful you are. And how mediocre you can be <laughs> with the right training with podcasting. So, I mean, I just want to reflect. Props that, to your mama. But to you and recognize what an amazing podcaster and cat father you are as well. <laughs> cheers. Yes. Cheers. Now, tell you what I want to be, though. Well, well but back it up. First, before, before we start talking about España, I just need to clear this up. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I work out a lot. I have done Dude. so many gym classes throughout my years. My... Uh-huh. 22 years of living in this world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No one's yes. counting, but you know, that's, that's, a, that's a good number. Um, I have done so many fitness classes, Les Mills, Body Pump, Body Attack, Boot Camp, where the song Let's Get Physical oh, yeah. is played. So oh, in my, I, I have, I have physical. heard it so many times during a workout that in my mind, the song now to me is only about working out. And then I was like, why why is Emma messaging me <laughs> on Twitter? And I'm like, I don't get it. And then I clicked. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's not about fitness. It, it, well, it's about it's about sensuality, yes, I think. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different. So I was like, there oh, we go. there it is. The double so, entendre was lost on you. It was. Like, I'm Well, also, I'm very pure. You're a very pure soul. I'm very pure soul. You've never even heard of the sins of the flesh. So th- yeah. that's, that's also why I didn't. Emma, thank you for, for messaging. <laughs> it really made me smile. I was like, I, didn't, I was like, what? I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, hey. But yeah, well, shout out to Emma. Yeah, hey, Emma, thank you for engaging on uh-huh. Twitter. For anyone else that wants to find us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Tom does, does a great job with the Insta. I do a phenomenal job being yeah. uh, being absent on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, yeah, com- our powers combined. We are we, we're somewhat combined. average. <laughs> yeah, but together we make Captain Planet. Yes. So back to Hispania. I mean, I've got to say, since last week, I've had one song stuck in my head, and it is. Mocatriz, Mocatriz, actero, cantate actriz. It's 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 been on replay. I've got it on my Spotify playlist. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So you're just very cultured. It's exactly the kind of kind of like because the production is kind of like lo-fi and trashy. I love that kind of production. I used to love this um this electro clash artist called No Bra. 
and it's very similar sort of like you know casio keyboard productions that really appeals to me yeah, a- yeah. Any, anybody yeah. out there who remembers no bra please send me a message on instagram I've um, also been engaging in uh, Spanish culture. You I have. went to a lovely restaurant that did tapas. We did. We did on Friday called La Legato Negro. Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, we did it specifically because we're trying to get more into the España mood. Just I mean, we're, to we're, ourselves, if anyone's frankly. got any great uh, sangria recipes, throw them at us. I think we do have to have sangria next week. I had some sangria at the restaurant. It was, it was really delicious. good, wasn't it? The food mm. was delicious. What was your favorite and, dish? Um, the medium rare chicken. <laughs> the chicken mm. was slightly pink. The only like slightly dubious dish was a slightly pink chicken, but it was fine. I was like, uh, maybe this is their culture. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to take it back. Okay, so like, this is how we cook it so i was like well let's just give it a go the, the rest of it was delicious yeah everything really, really else was good. very very lovely really, really so that's good. good so um let's have a quick recap on last week's episode okay so last week's episode there are some moments that you do i think you do want to hash because sometimes we do the podcast and then we sit back and some things do mm-hmm. simmer and then we do want to quickly touch on it before we move on and it's particularly how well Supreme handled their situation with NT. Yes. Um, it was, as, it was, in comparison to how it's been handled in other episodes and other seasons. As, as a kind of like starter point, I guess, uh, we both said last week that although everybody signs up for a competition like this and expects to be cre- critiqued and judged, we could really see why NT was going through it. Because I think the critiques were a bit weird. They felt like a bit of an attack on her her true and sincere desire to showcase her culture and heritage through this beautiful outfit, which really was beautiful. And there were funny nitpicky critiques. I mean, in, to be fair, Inti could have been put in the bottom for a performance last week. They didn't really need to critique the outfit. And having said that, everybody actually performed really well last week. It was very, very hard to judge. It was a very, very solid episode performance-wise. It was. It, it did have to come down to, to nitpicky critiques. But again, kind of like we can totally see how she, as an indi- a person of indigenous heritage from, from Bolivia, could feel quite attacked by the judges in this instance. But we were just really impressed by, um, I guess the thing we didn't speak about much at the time was, was Supreme's, the way she came backstage and made a kind of like, Sincere and heartfelt, but boundaried approach uh, at sort of uh, encouraging NT to stay. It felt like she cared and she wanted to be there, but she simultaneously wanted to be quite boundaried and be like, well, these are the rules of the game and I will respect you as an adult human to make this decision. I'm not here to persuade you or guilt you or to do anything. Mm-hmm. I just thought she hit the tone really well. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think exactly that. I think, I mean, I don't want to repeat another podcast. I've said what I said, so I'll just quickly say it one more time very quickly. Mm-hmm. That when someone shows you their culture, especially, mm-hmm. um, um, and especially if it's a culture that has a lot of controversy around it, yeah. that, that, it's not the best. Um, you know, it's 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 filled with a lot of colonialism and, mm-hmm. and, and you know... Every, you know, people died at Stonewall, and you just don't. No, talk- no one died at Stonewall. No, no one d- died at Stonewall. No one died at Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. When someone's um, showing you their culture, yeah, um, you have to. And if you if you're not an expert on their culture or from their culture, That's it, really, you take it. it yeah. You take their culture for what it is, and you appreciate and you show respect. It is not for you to critique. 
And your other things to critique. I mean, this is just a runway. Girl, they just did a... You could have looked at the performance, the acting, the running on the treadmill, the the, the, yeah. the magazine photo shoot. There were so many for you to dissect what, and what get it, into. Why really, Yeah. Why did you have to go there? Especially Fully since, since the, what that represented was scaring colonialism from the white man. And yeah. she is from the person judging is exactly who the outfit was to cast away I from mean, so that's yeah. these are the things that i felt you should i mean like a ch- anyone common sense i felt I, w- I would agree with you i mean anna is a legit fashion e- expert and we've seen her give really really good and solid fashion critiques the past couple of years it came out of left field a little bit um i think she should have borne in mind that nobody's really asking for a fashion critique in this case it was about appreciating her but, uh, depiction of her culture and heritage and on the flip side of that mm. i mean it's a girl it's a competition and you knew what you're signing yourself up for i know what happened but i just think that wounded her too deeply i think she would have taken any other criticism but that really i feel like she's gone through a lot in her life yes that i i thought that she would have had much more of a steel armor against it i think you know she she hinted at some gender dysphoria as well so that could have been playing its part. We we can't really speak no, on it too course, much because you know this is uh, yeah it's, yeah it's too much. I mean, it's a high pressure cooker. I mean, everything totally is. you're isolated from your support community. Yeah, everything's going to be amplified. If you're happy, you're going to be the happiest in the world. If you're angry, you're going to be the most depressed. Yeah. You can go from one extreme to the other. Uh, but that's just how I felt. But yes, yeah, Supreme handed it well. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I think these these judges that they have in a lot of the other branches of the franchise are really fab you know when when rupaul's absent because fred we were big fans of fred van leer as well friend van leer is friend van leer our friend van leer (laughs) is an amazing host yeah and supreme at the moment is is quite up there yeah i do think that um fred was is more quick more sassy very has that amazing like she's She's just like yeah, she. She really is a powerful icon, and she's she's quick. She's funny. She's strong. She's a great host. The and Drag Race Canada crew could take a leaf or two out of their books. But you know, yeah, they are a joke in comparison to um, the judges that we've had. Yeah, hosting um, España, the European Canada. Branches, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, also there there really wasn't a host was there for Canada. It was a triumvirate. It was a combination of Brooke, um, the other guy, and Stacy. You shall not be named. It was a bit of a three headed monster, wasn't it? And they wanted to make it very clear that Brooke was not the head judge. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make it very clear that Brooke was not the RuPaul by not letting her walk. Remember that was yeah. or was the guest. The guests got to do the um, may the best woman win. They yeah. got to do the intro. It was very I mean, telling, wasn't yeah, it, it was yeah. very telling that there that she was just saying you're you're there just to introduce <laughs> and talk to the girls and and kind of give them the feedback that I'm gonna ask you. I, to I would go. imagine Rue like pulled her aside at some award show or other before they started filming and was like Brooklyn, if you even think about using any of my catchphrases, I <laughs> will key your car and more. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Tom. That's you know. I would have thought that it would have been a critique at maybe an attack on her heels yeah. or something more draggy. But a car, fine. Yeah, drag queens drive. I think come into a room and cut her fucking wigs up. <laughs> so, uh, should we get into the episode? Anything else related to España that we want to you know act like we know? 
No, no, we're done. We're nah. done. Let's get into the episode. We've critiqued the critiques from last week. We've experienced their food and uh, their culture. But basically, we have been immersing ourselves in Spanish culture. And their music, yeah. Mocatris. So, uh, yeah, I think we're doing a really good job, Tom. <laughs> Let's have a look at the episode. Oh, it might be the Snatch Game. Okay, I- I'm going to hold my tongue. Let's have a look. Well, I was right. It is the Snatch it's Game. The snatch but before game. we get to that, uh, we'll just talk about the run through of what we've seen. So yep. far, the girls have come back. They haven't been able to talk about what happened with Inti. And the consensus seems to be she's gone. Let's just move on. Well, I think, I think they kind of did that even towards the end of last episode because they were like, this is all really sad. But the show must go on. And even by the end of it, it was kind of, you know, Dovima did her solo lip sync and all the girls came on stage. It just seems like this season is quite keen to keep it upbeat, keep it fun, keep it frothy. And I, I really like that, to be honest. In all honesty, the season one girls of every franchise have some sort of pressure to make sure that it's good enough to be picked up and continued. And I think I think more and more as well that this season has, has its own identity as well do you know talk to me more about that that like that it has something that sets it apart from the other new franchises of, of drag race and there it shows being in spain well yeah but like what what is it about being in spain that's exciting you know bringing those elements of spanish culture yeah. and that kind of thing really just giving it an identity and a sense of culture and that it's rooted in something historical that is uniquely spanish exactly yeah. and then there's also the pressure of going into RuPaul's Drag Race, not mm-hmm. just to win, but also to make it good. Because I know mm. that when they go into it, they're going to be told that you make the show. Yeah. The success of Drag Race España is on you. Rest in your you, shoulders, yeah, darling. You Sorry. need to make it good. And you have to live up to the American seasons, yeah. the UK seasons, the Thailand, whatever. You have to live up mm. to that. You have to be good enough. So there's that pressure. So I, I wonder if that kind of comes into it. What's done is done. Let's just focus on making this a great show. Nonetheless, yeah. am I right, Tom? I would say so. I'll tell you what, I also think that Karma, Carmen Farala, she just has a very Bianca da Rio sensibility in the sense that she's been there, she does that, she mm-hmm. knows the game, she knows exactly how to play it, and she's a no bullshit kind of girl. She's there to, yeah, play the game and and, and, and make her name. Just while, while we're there, then, should we just have a quick little recap of, of who's doing well? Because, like, we've got three girls who have one win and zero bottom two placements. They're Carmen, Sagittaria, and Ugathio. And then we've got two, like, super-duper safe girls, Poopy and Killer Queen, who've never been in the bottom. Killer Queen is the absolute safe girl. At least Poopy has bobbed up into the top. And also, she was near the bottom the first week, but she wasn't in the bottom two. Poopy was one of two choices for the win last week, though, wasn't she? Yeah. Whereas Killer has just been safe every week. They're sleeping on Killer. She must well, be comfortable because they're sleeping on her. Well, you know, get that pillow away from her because yeah. she actually deserves to be high a few times. Fully agree. From what I'm, from what I'm, the first episode definitely yep. should have been high. The girl group challenge, yeah, she should have been, been high, high slash one. She was very, very, she was very. So on they great definitely, energy. yeah, they are, they they're sleeping on her. Period. And our two girls who haven't had a win but have also been in the bottom, so they're liking a little bit. Uh, Arancha and Davima, who's actually had two. Bottom two placements. Yeah. So that's, that's where we are with them at the mm. moment. Uh, Tom, we're going to go into the Snatch game. Before, before we do that, let's kind of try and uh, understand the uh, reading challenge. Now, the library was open. This, <laughs> La is very, this is very 
cultural isn't it humor mm. is very cultural and could you say that yeah well. and, and yeah, yeah. exactly and linguistic as well so what i find funny in the western world it's uh, it, it, it might be it kind of feels like it was a bit different linguistically and culturally yeah because i yeah i was they were laughing really hard at things that i just thought was cute we had to concentrate really, really hard. And obviously, so much is lost in translation because we were looking at the subtitles and that there must be something that's lost in the delivery, really. We can only just do our best, can't we? Like it was in Drag Race Holland. I want you to know that it's a Sunday. They release these on a Sunday. Sunday evening. The Sunday evening. Yeah. Okay, so we've had a whole week. We've done. We've, we've, we've partied. We've drunk. <laughs> we've, we've, we've done it all. We and have, then, we and then before animals. we start all over again, we have the podcast... And Tom, just looking at you, you always have a glass of wine in your it's, I, it's, it's, it's my lubrication for functioning yeah, in it's, general. It's, yeah, it's your, your voice needs know, it, doesn't it? I get yeah. so dry. It gets really, really it. sore, yeah. sore throat. But like, I think it, we've, we've kind of, yeah, certain subtleties are lost upon us in an international different language reading challenge. But tell me... Who did stand out for you? Did anybody raise a chuckle? Is there anybody who you thought, no, they they are funny? And I know who wasn't funny. I know the color queen wasn't. I, I think she's too nice of a girl. Probably. Ugasio is very cerebral, where jokes need to be understood, the, I feel. There were certain themes, like uh, Dovima being a slow talker and walker, apparently. They kept on harping on that. Yes. And Poopy Poison, who rightfully won the challenge, I found her funny from her physical delivery. Fully agree. That's how how I understood her. And also, she seems to be... This is it doesn't always work, but she seems to be cracking herself up as well. Yeah. And she's the only one who read herself. Yeah, look, look, she is... You know what? She just... She thinks so highly of herself. Poopy Poison is doing slightly the art Simone treatment where the cameras are here for me and yeah. you know how confident she is oh, yeah. um being whoever she, if she's if she's happy she's happy if she's pissed off she's pissed off if she's bitchy she's bitchy she's very confident showing you how she feels she? because yeah. everyone's there for me i feel like she has a great reputation in spain but so they're confident exactly there so she's just like she cracks herself up because she feels that she is the funniest. She feels she is the prettiest. She feels that she is the most talented. Of like, course. She's just of there. course. And you know what? I'm so funny and I'm really good at reading. I'm also gonna read myself. Yeah. I mean, I just really feel like there's a a lovely, a lovely confidence that is borderline cocky that I don't mind when it's a drag queen. The and reading, I love it. Reading herself definitely set her apart and was a very smart choice in her part. I think she was the easy winner. Yeah. So well done, Poopy Voice on. Um so great job. So they tell us about this magic game. Okay. Now the thing that they've done here is that they've actually just gone, they're pretty much Announce the Snatch game yeah. and two seconds of dialogue and then it's the Snatch game. So there's no walk room. You know how Rue always comes in and yeah. wants to talk to you and give you nuggets or really try to, if you are... Destabilize yeah, your emotions. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Try to like put you on off kilter. Yeah. There was none of that except for the one issue where... Who was it? It was... It Killer was Queen Killer and, Dovima. and Dovima are doing the same character, who so is the it, Duchess of Alba. It does happen every so often. We saw it with Fame and Violet. We saw it with Divina de Campo and Bag of Chips. Yep. So every so often, you know, to, the thing is, they always tell you a Snatch game, bring a backup character. It's like a mandatory part of the application process. And 
I don't know if it's still the case, but for application video, you had to do like two or three or four Snatch Game characters. You had to show that you had some ideas, but both Killer and Dovima are really, really focused on I the I don't album. believe any queen that says, I didn't bring a backup. It's just their way of asserting dominance it, and saying, that, like, as a I power, am doing that this is them, That's their way of saying, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I don't have a backup. Bag of chips did it. She didn't. Oh, she well, she kind of did it by saying she she knows how to do other people, but she didn't bring any of the costumes, mm-hmm. didn't she? But she was really saying the same thing. I don't have a backup. I don't have a backup. If we think, and I don't believe that you go into RuPaul's Drag Race without a backup. If we think back, the queens who backed down, how did it work out for them? With Fame and Violet, Fame actually did a pretty tragic Donatella Versace with a Russian accent. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, I do. Wait, this isn't a doctor's refill prescription pad. I must be confused. And then Violet did actually a reasonably solid Alyssa Edwards. She made a shrewd choice. <laughs> you almost got me there, bitch. Mega Chips did a great job, didn't she? I mean, with, she was the, joint um, the winner, Iron Lady. But D- Davina DeCampo shot herself in the foot by backing out of that because she did quite a tragic, wasn't it? The Cooking Lady. Yeah. Uh, I've forgotten the name, but um, she wasn't great. No, she was For bad. someone so funny, because Davina is such a funny, amazing comedy queen, and yet her Snatch Game really suffered. Is she a comedy queen? Davina, yeah, she's a funny girl. Okay. She's a funny girl, isn't she? All right. You don't think so? Well, is she a comedy girl the same way that Sidagina's or what? No, no, a bit different, I think. Hmm. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> you need to stop the Sidagina hate, you know. It's getting well, I don't hate. If, first of all, we're going to go see Sidagina when she tired. travels to the UK. Girl, girl it's tired. So uh, they want to do Duchess of Alba. I don't know who that is, but it's not really a... A drama because a- Color Queen specifically said she's one of my options are prepared. Okay, cool. Well, I made it easy for you. You can do someone else because I'm doing uh-huh. uh, the Duchess of Alba. That's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. I. I don't have anyone else. But that's really it. I I've think- got a vague recollection that she's an eccentric Spanish aristocrat, which probably we could have guessed to be honest. <laughs> yeah, if a drag queen's <laughs> going to do it, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's. Kind of the way. What do we think about the non-American franchise? So let's look at Canada. Let's uh-huh. look at the UK. Let's look at dr- Down Under. Let's also look Holland. at Holland. Which which one of these did amazing masterclasses on how to do the Snatch Game that we can make comparisons to? Are we talking about individuals? The, or, yeah. Yeah. So obviously the Vivienne... The do- yeah, exactly. Trump. Vi- Vivienne, is, as Trump, is one of the best ever Snatch Game characters because she just ticked all the boxes characterization jokes interactions sting and character look the whole thing was perfection bag of chips was fab as well would i wouldn't have quite agreed with the joint win because i think vivienne was a step above but bagger was really good yeah redundancy redundancy i think jimbo oh jimbo joan was just impeccable i just that thing where she's like um uh, she ate her look yeah, at her she had it and like <laughs> i used to hang out with your mother all the time you want to reconnect with her smell my fingers <laughs> it lives rent free in my head so that was a great one. Oh, what about the amazing priyanka whoops lemon was, what response is there lemon was solid Brooklyn. Brooklyn. My hair. 
<laughs> that, that, it's so simple, but it just makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, hell. hell. Look, I know Jojo Siwa, mm-hmm. so I those jokes really, really landed on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know her personally? No. Oh, you said you know her. No, I know of her. Sorry, oh, okay. Tom. I don't know every single dancer. <laughs> oh, my God, Tom, please. When we think of also, I mean, to be honest, only like fantastic one on Drag Race UK season two was Bimini, who was just beautiful. She played Jordan slash Katie Price beautifully. Yes. Could you imagine the UK season two without Bimini in it? It would have been really, really blah. Because the next best ones were probably Sister, Sister and Tace. And they were like... Good, but not stellar. Well, apparently with Taste, it was in the editing. Apparently mm. Taste said a lot of things that just did not make the cut. Yeah. You know, like that, look at me, look at me. Look at me. Yeah, yeah so the chuck, whatever it was. The chucky Nick. Oh, that made it actually, didn't it? Who in Holland? I think the only person in Holland was Envy Peru. No, Satoshin is make a make a make a Tom, back it up. <laughs> Just sit your ass down and shut the hell up. The problem was with Hollander, we may find it with this as well. We didn't fully get the references. When I said didn't fully get the references, we didn't know who anybody was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we slightly um, missed a few of the things that uh-huh. they were throwing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't oh, tennis. Joe Exotic. We got Joe Exotic. Yeah. Chelsea Boy was really good as Joe Exotic. Yeah. She was oh, really yeah. out there. Okay, Chelsea she? Boy and Henry Peru held the Drag Race Holland together. But the reason that we only got Joe Exotic was because he was English and it was something that made it that cracked well, we'd through, just mostly through. Yeah. But my fear with us going into Drag Race España is that we're going to have to rely on... Um, mocks or like generic things that people make fun of because if it's too referenced we won't understand that humor and it might be missed unfortunately we apologize i'm i'm hoping that somebody's playing like an almodovar girl or like penelope cruz or somebody who i really like know and will get I just did touch on Drag Race Down Under as well. It was kind of the Kiwi girls who held that down. Thank you. We it, are funny. It was Anita, obviously, as the queen. She was fantastic. Yes. Um, Electra really, really tickled me as Moira Rose. She was very silly. And it was yeah. like, it was a silly impression of Moira Rose, but it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know Moira. We know her personally. Oh, I know Moira. And there is just so much gold with mm. Moira, she is a gay icon. She she translates through through every language and every culture. She <laughs> is funny and she and, resonates and every in every sense. And there are so many things that sh- that could have been said and done. I still don't get the Italians pigeons opening yeah, line. It, I think that was just because Moira says so many like weird, old fashioned, offbeat sayings. Yeah, it was just kind of like playing off that, like riffing off it. No, 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 no. I th- but everything makes sense. Uh, she the the thing about Moira is that she's so e- eccentric in that in that sense. But it it's never something that's just out of nowhere. That's like, huh? It's always it, there's I, always I, meaning. I, I think it was supposed to be nonsense. I think it was her way of riffing off it. It was her inter- to, her interpretation of how to do the Moira's character. Let's take anyway. It was a Moira's Catherine O'Hara. Let's 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 take our. Um, uh, what's what's the word? Uh, it's, it's not professionalism. It's uh, let's 
I mean, we'll be. I mean, we, this is dead air now, frankly. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to say that um, <laughs> we need to somehow find a way to appreciate the Snatch game that I think is Espana. We will. I think we will. I'm, I'm lo- really looking forward to this. I think they'll bring some fun characters, but really effervescent performances, and we'll have some great jokes. And if we miss things, please feel free to let us know on oh, Twitter or Instagram guys. and let us know. Some people have told us, um, recommended. Uh, films and YouTube clips to watch, which have been very, very great. Thank you very much. Continue to do so if Please we miss do, something guys. out right now. Okay, so we've just seen the Snatch game, and I will say I was as entertained as I was confused. But that comes from me in a place. Look of, over there! Is very like you confusion. Know, yeah, it was me being ignorant of the characters that they were portraying. That's not to say I didn't enjoy their performances. And with, there were definitely some jokes. There's a lot of laughter in this Snatch game. Supreme and the two judges were entertained. Can I just say that I, the whole time I was just thinking, I wish mm-hmm. I was in the know yes. with all of these uh, Spanish characters that they to- that they um, picked. Because th- there seemed to be one of, if not the most f- fun-filled uh, most laughs yeah. snatch game like it was laughs 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 it was in keeping with the tone of the whole show so far that it was very joyous and I will yeah. say I, I have a huge amount of respect for these queens as well to keep their snatch game icons domestic and not feel the need to go outside to use you know American or other celebrities it's like good job girls you know way to pay homage to your cultural icons yeah I I was the whole time. I was just thinking. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew that reference because, like, little things like a photo of a grandpa or pizza made them crack up laughing, <laughs> and I was just like, I wish I understood. You know, like when you're not in on the joke, yeah. and I was just thinking, like, how do I? I'll tell you what I had to do. I had to sit here, watch it, and not only take my cues mm-hmm. from you know Supreme and the two guest judges, but. I kind of relied on the physical comedy and I try to fill in the gaps in my head. Is it safe to say that physical comedy is an international language? Yes, Tom. So, in in saying all that, let's go queen by queen and um, give everyone our um, ignorant... Yeah, um, I think we're going to have to just come up with our own interpretation of the characters and what they represent. We just have to look at them at pure performance value okay mm-hmm. so we're going to start off with carmen and carmen chose dakota now no, uh, i who, think who, let's 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 create dakota and i here to me dakota is a very high-tempered yes she's um obnoxious she's a, a drunk aggressive party girl yes is what i've written yeah <laughs> that's that's who i think she is yeah now, <laughs> so uh she nailed that she nailed that she looked very um messy man and maybe that's what dakota looks like for, for carmen as well this was very like unglamorous hair and makeup you know so clearly she was doing this for the sake of the character because you know how gorgeous Carmen is. She had to try look yeah. ugly. Oh, Poor thing. I know. How do you look how do you look ugly guys? I um can't relate. <laughs> can't relate. <laughs> so and saying that I think that her answers came quickly so she made everyone laugh. She, she was very comfortable with interacting. She actually yeah. interacted from the get-go and probably the most she interacted a lot with Dovima and with Poopy. Her, her, her direct neighbours, actually. She basically got into fights with both of them or instigated fights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, she, from what I 
can gather. She, she, did, did, a, well. she did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. She did a good job. I mean, h- how do we know? Uh, we don't. We do. Our, our opinion is valid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We now let's create Poopy's character. Poopy was Karina. Now, who to you? Who who was Karina? I think Karina strikes me as a lady who's a bit of a kind of like elder stateswoman of kind of like Spanish light entertainment or something. Okay. I can't wait for our listeners to actually tell us who these people are. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think Karina is a one hit wonder mm-hmm. singer or wants to be a singer. Yeah, I um, an, an old lady is what I got. She, an old yeah. lady that's she kept on like trying to tell um, Dakota off, didn't she? She disapproved of her behavior quite a lot. She made reference to enjoying shoes a lot. She did a Milena Luzon shoes. I will always love shoes. Yeah, I um. She made them crack up. Uh, this is they so difficult. Her. This is so difficult. How do I appreciate her? I was like, yeah, cool. I don't get your jokes. She's, but, um, she stayed in the character. She inhabited the character. And again, like, I think because Poopy is such a solid comedian, she interacted in quite an easy way. Is the, that voice was the voice that she used last week, wasn't it? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Maybe I that's just, a go-to. Uh, yeah, for me, I was just like, ooh. Maybe uh, Karina inspires her. I don't know, Tom. Uh, when I look at a purely performance, uh, well, performance lens, I'm going to say that she was, yeah, she was good. She was fine. She was <laughs> confident. She was comfortable. And she played tennis with whoever she could, she really. Did. She was interacting with Dakota. She was interacting with Tateria, the judges. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good on her. The next one, Hugathio, is the only one who we probably, you know, are aware of. She was basically portraying the Mona Lisa. Was she? Yes. I, I, I wonder if this is maybe like a Spanish name for me. Like, who else was she? She was the Mona Lisa, right? I don't know. I don't know. She if, looked like the Mona Lisa. Giaconda, I wonder if, is that a, a, an Italian or Spanish name for the Mona Lisa or the model behind it or something? Although the models, nobody quite knows who modeled the, the painting, do they? Alexa. Who is Gioconda? According to Wikipedia, Gioconda is an Australian biotechnology company. Yeah, no, it's an Australian, yeah, it's Australian biotechnical so, company. So, so is Uga- that who she was? Ugathio is really far off the mark, unfortunately, for portraying an Australian biotech company. So sorry, Ugathio. I, I, I didn't get it. No, she was the Mona Lisa. The way she'd paint... Okay, Alexa, stop. Alexa. Alexa. Silencio. She hates you. She doesn't listen to me. Um, So, um, no, but the thing is, like, I think her thinking here was, you know, Ugathio is a very talented, uh, visual, creative person. So she's come for, like, a really artistic reference here. But, like, what can you do with the actual basic premise of the Mona Lisa? We, she, she's, she's enigmatic by nature, isn't she? So I think she was going a bit for that. She was just like trying to be this enigmatic character, but there were no jokes. I mean, really, if you're going to be the Mona Lisa, you got to like put a drag twist on it and make her like really slutty or something. Yeah, you got to make her funny. You've got to like re- reverse the enigmatic quality and create something crass. It was very beige. <laughs> yeah, it was very well done, well grim. It's it's definitely she's definitely in the bottom. I have is. to say yeah. that there are there were no jokes, and she was actually quite awkward. She was aware of it though. She was one of the few talking heads as we went through, and she was criticizing herself. So I feel bad for her. She she clearly like knew she had not done well. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, you should have prepared a character, girl. Girl? Girl? You should have prepared a character. Yeah, definitely in the bottom. She's lip singing this week. Well, I think she did prepare a character. She thought this was going to be great and it just didn't play out. That's sad. That's, sad. that's quite sad. What about uh, Davima, who played, well, who actually won getting, <laughs> who the was it? The, the Wills, Duchess. So, Davima, I didn't feel like she got much airtime. When she did, she portrayed this kind of like sleepy, eccentric character. Not loads and loads of jokes. It's interesting to me because Dovima in her talking heads and in person is actually has a really good dry wit, but it didn't really translate yes, to this character. That's so true. She, mm-hmm. Her comedy makes me laugh. She's actually like, she's got that dry yeah. sense of humor, which yeah. we appreciate. She had them rolling last week on the stage when, when she was like, if you just wanted a private show, you should have just asked. Yeah. It's like, she, she's funny. Didn't really translate to this character, unfortunately. I think she's the other one who strikes me that may be in the bottom. She gave me uh, flashbacks to who was the Team Ali M O N. Yeah, uh, Bagger portrayed yeah. um, Levian Rose lady. She gave me those vibes. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say that she seemed to be getting laughs, so she had a character, and when it was realised, she didn't get a, enough airtime. And mm. just based on that, I'm assuming that maybe she didn't do as well, but she didn't bomb. So, yeah. To be honest, the only one who truly didn't get any laughs was Ugasio. Ugasio. Yeah. Um, so I think she did a great job, a solid job from what we saw. It's funny when she tried to marry one of the judges. That was quite funny. Was it, Tom? Yeah. Why? I just giggled. Because why? Because it was funny, wasn't it? Because she was like, she doesn't even know him. She's like trying to marry him or something. I don't know. That's what they... <laughs> That's called love, Tom. <laughs> okay? That's how it works. No romance, but no finance. <laughs> Let's talk about Arancha, who... Um, Castilla-La Mancha. Who uh, kind of... I felt she found Hannah Montana's sister. I think... Now, my guess is this lady is some sort of reality tv star belen esteban so my guess is that she made a bit of a name for herself by being a bit of a crass and vulgar character but she tried to rebrand herself or something because she said that thing about the vulgarity i've tried to leave it behind yeah okay and she she did that the thing that made me laugh was when she was like where's the camera and she was trying to like deliver an answer that made me think she's like a reality tv star or a presenter or something she is a, a girl of youth Mm-hmm. A, a youthful girl. Someone owes her money. Yeah. Is what I is what I got. I'm thinking an ex partner. Someone owes her money, and that's that's all I got. I want to say that her physical comedy was very consistent throughout. She inhabited the character well. They did through a rattle very early on in the beginning over her intro uh, comments to one of the judges, what the judges said to her, <laughs> which I don't understand. Kiko was supposed to be a fan of hers. And then she like, I think she responded in, in character in like this really dry way. Is that just her? I think so. It's, oh, it's so hard. It struck me as well that she knew Carmen's character to coach. I really feel thing. like we're learning. I feel as like as much as we're uh, talking. <laughs> I feel like Belen and Dakota know each other in real life. Okay, there was something there. Well, or they're sure. from the same show or something. Maybe I, it's like you know Spain's teen mom. Or married at first sight or something. Do you know what? I started thinking about bubblegum because of her hair mm. and her shirt. And then I, and then I started to drift off <laughs> because I was like, I have to keep reading. 
I, I, I really like, like her answers. I like, I make you her. know what? They were very, very honest in the beginning when they said the library was open because mm-hmm. the library is always open Never when it's Jack Espana. We are reading Never beginning so to end. Exactly. This is this is an audio book. This is an ebook. <laughs> we are getting the visual sensations, uh, and oh, we're getting uh, the sensation. the literacy sensations. Um, I think she did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was pretty solid. She was quite solid. Now, I didn't know who Color Queen's character was. It was Isabel Diaz Ayuso. I do want to say, out of all of them, I feel like I know her the most. Yes, I completely agree. I felt like, I don't know who this is, but But I know her her now. Yeah, I know her. I felt like she was a kind of like conservative Sarah Palin type character, but also she she portrayed her in like this really emotionally unstable way. Yeah, 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 like switching between personas. Yeah, she gave me that. She gave me the whole, um, I'm trying to, uh, democracy, it's really Mm -hmm. chaos. Like, you know, it's, it's a... Oh, freedom masking yes. uh, a, a true uh, a true liberal. And the drag queens are too liberal. And she's really a conservative. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sorry, yeah. She's, she's masking a true conservative, yeah. but trying to uh, look like she appeals to everyone and democracy and family values mm-hmm. when really she isn't. So I got that from her. Um, I got that from the way she acted, from her physical comedy. I also got that from her answers. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, her answers were educational to us as well as being funny. Now I don't know what's if it's because we know this character, which is why we're able to connect with her more, mm-hmm. or whether she did such a good job at um, educating us and then making us laugh. I think it was a bit of both. I think Killer Queen was one of the most like on throughout. In classic Killer Queen style, she was working hard throughout this, and she seemed to put a lot of thought and effort into her answers and the performance that went along with them. Yeah. And she did this, like, state-switching thing where she clicked, and it was funny. She was, it was really, very really good. Madame Harley took. Yeah, yeah. That's what I call it, Tom. I, I think she was one of the tops this week. Absolutely. Hmm. Ab- well, please... Can she be a top this week? Yeah, like give us some credit. Like guys. you know, can we can we recognize her? We're down to the, the final seven. Basically, this week we've got three tops, three bottoms, and one safe. Yeah, do not put her in the safe this week. Now the last one is Sagittaria, and Sagittaria is another gorgeous queen who had to ugly it up. Yeah, <laughs> she kind of. What? What? If you were to, I like, mean, we can't relate, Tom. No, absolutely. we can't. I don't. I don't get it. How do people do ugly? I yeah. Don't know. Um. Like, sum up this character in, like, two or three words. Um, Like, just label her. Crazy, Mm -hmm. um, religious, Mm -hmm. kooky. Okay, those uh, are three words. Okay. I was just thinking, like, undead nun. Okay. Something. And every time she she came on, it was like... I think Sagittaria was very good. She was good. In terms of her her commitment Mm. to the character, her, um, the makeup, the, I mean, I'm always, I'm always there for a queen who isn't afraid to ugly it up. And knowing that her brand is about being gorgeous Mm -hmm. and young Mm -hmm. and youthful and, ah, for her to choose this character completely opposite to who she is to show us a different side of her. I think she's actually shown us the most versatility since he's, since, since the first episode. Would you describe this as a brave move? From yeah. Such a Sarah? Is it yeah. brave? Was she brave? <laughs> I think she was brave. <laughs> she was brave because she had to paint ugly. <laughs> yes. It's hard for us, Tom. It she, is hard for she's us. She's even braver than when Kamora Black didn't wear hip pads. Well, you know, Kamora Pad is actually very natural. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She hasn't had any work done. Oh, 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 actually, actually, I remember. I remember. I, I had, I had my lips. Done once. Yep. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, Twice. Oh, 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 Twice. And then, then okay. once, once they slipped and injected my cheeks as well. 
So this is the cast. This is this. These are the girls. You know what? I want to say that they nailed it because there was just so much love, fun, joy, and laughter. Yeah, great. The snatch. most From joy. What we can tell it was a great snatch game. The most joy and laughter I've heard in any snatch game there was so much laughing and i think the guest judges added to it i think they were having more fun maybe and my i thought they were one of them especially was a bit drunk maybe oh yeah i slash I, high i think that maybe samantha hudson yes had was had a bit a drunk. Cu- couple of drinks for coming on but good on her good on her um i i also think that again that's that's in keeping with the tone of the show i do feel like this branch of drag race is here to celebrate the girls and to put on a good show rather than to overproduce create artificial plot lines and like throw some girls under the bus are you saying that this show is displaying some dignity i think they have got some dignity it's wow that's refreshing for a reality tv show like this time oh it's reality show with with dignity yeah 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 that's our brand cool Mm. can i quote you on that you can can you you? (laughs) tom from the Snatch Game, I want you to give me your top two and your bottom two. So I, I, I'll go first with my bottom two because I feel it's a little clearer. I'm going to say Ugathio and probably Dovima, which pains me a bit because I want Dovima to do well. She's been in the bottom twice already. I just felt like she had the least screen time. Okay. Um, but did you enjoy her the less? I'm not. Sure, I'm, what I'm I trying think, to ask you. I'm not I, trying to ask yeah. you. Who do you think, according to I, I, the um, filming tactics and, and editing, who do you think that they're gonna? I'm not asking you to try. I, it's I th- not a game. I no, want no, you to no. tell me who did you enjoy the most and who did you enjoy the least. I, I think I enjoyed her the least. Okay, but that was in the context of them being really good overall. Yeah, so it's not any. It's a bit like last week. Everyone was great. Okay. Uh, my top two. I'm gonna say a killer queen, and probably Sagittaria. She was just weird. There was something like really weird and fun about this character. Who does not enjoy an undead nun? I'm going to give you my top three, my bottom three. Is that, okay, is that so a cop you out? An, you get an extra. Is one that a cop two. out? Oh, great. Okay. Okay. So now. Fine. We- my top two is going to be Color Queen, and it's either Sagittaria or Carmen. Okay. I can go and with that. And then my bottom is definitely Ugathiel, but it's either Arancha or Davima, who is my second choice. I, I think you figured out the top three and the bottom three there, and that's what if I'd had the choice of three, that's who I'd have gone for. <laughs> <laughs> and the solid safe one is poopy. Had I been given the same opportunity as yeah. you, Paolo? The same I, privilege, uh... some might say. <laughs> um, I think Poopy's just, you're you like solid safe queen. Yeah, Poopy's just safe. She wasn't amazing, but she wasn't bad. Well, she wasn't bad. There was nothing about her performance that was bad. It just wasn't as good as the other other two, that, mm-hmm. three that we put up. I would say. Let's continue with the show, Tom. Let's continue with our um, arrogance and our ignorance and our know-nothing-about-this-culture-ness. <laughs> Shall we? I'll tell you a language that we, and by we I mean Dr. Tom, a language that we do understand, and that's fashion. Fashion. Fashion, Tom. Is Curve it fashion? wide couches. <laughs> fashion. Did I already yeah. say fashion? Dollar signs. Um, so we've just found out that there is a ball of the season. They and are fitting a lot in this episode. They really are. There's a snatch game and our three looks that we need to get into. So I'm not even going to wait. Let's start making sense in this, in this podcast. We've just got to rattle through because we've got 21 looks to get through. Now, the first category is Trashy Chip. Talk to me about Carmen. So... I mean, she was in like this this high waisted shell suit with this pink bra. Um, I, th- I mean, we have seen all the looks from this segment, so uh, there were strong vibes of like early noughties, kind of like 
Katie Price kind of that kind of thing going on. Uh, lots of sportswear, and that's what was prominent here. The kind of like these these tracksuit pants, pair of heels, a manicure, and a, and a fluffy bra. It was very like Katie Price on her way to the club in in the late nineties, early noughties. It's trashy. She mm. she it's a big tick for that. Like if I saw her walking around Clapham or Oxford Street, I'd be like, oh, that girl is trashy. But if I saw her walking in Soho, I'd be like, oh, she fits in. She still looked beautiful. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was a, um, a very trashy look, so it's a big tick. Mm-hmm. Sagittaria, yeah, she's trashy. I was. <laughs> she looked like an Italian mob wife. And she almost had a look of Violet Tchotchke's face she that I saw. She did look very Violet. I thought that too. Yeah. And I just wish that there were bigger nails. I think bigger nails would have really completed that look with a leather print and the, the Violet face and then the, the having, mini skirt. Having seen all the looks, I'm going to say this isn't trashy enough. This is, I mean, it's a bit racy, but it's quite fashionable. She's got like this, you know, Dolce & Gabbana leopard print bra and this like patent leather skirt. And they did mention she had a whiff of the Amy Winehouse about her because yes. Amy, okay. Amy loved those like pencil skirts. And she went through a phase of like wearing multiple bras, one on top of the other. And she did have a whiff of that about, she actually, you know, she, like you say, she did have this kind of like Italian glamour about her. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you. Can I say that the two things that the ladies that the queens did mm-hmm. is they took trashy to mean two things. They took trashy in fashion or they did trashy as an attitude. And yeah. I think that those who didn't nail trashy as in fashion really try to sell it with a trashy attitude or, to make yeah. the look fit the theme. Or like or like having quite an overtly sexual or dominatrixy kind of attitude a couple of yeah. them did as well. Yeah, so Sagittarius did that. But you're right, I think it was more um, mob glamour mm-hmm. than it was trashy. Agree. Killer Queen is like chav realness. This is very good. It's very like Vicky Pollard. Yes, um, I wrote that. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, but. Yeah. And it's like she borrowed Astina Mandela's ASOS jacket. Or, or like, you know, she was trying to do like a knockoff kind of Missy Elliott kind of look. Missy would never. Don't. No, like a knockoff. She okay. was trying, that's what she was aspiring to. It was very Chav, realness, the girl that smokes um, in the park. The makeup um, itself was quite divine, though. She'd gone for like, it was very different makeup for Keller Queen. The eyebrows were all the way up her head. Very, very divine. Is that trash? Yeah, she she nailed trash. It was trash. Tra- divine is the it queen was of trash. Trash. It was Trav. Trav. <laughs> Stop trying to make it happen, Bola. Stop it. Just enough. <laughs> enough. Okay, Arancha. I just thought Arancha was like, um, it's Britney, bitch. Like she said herself, it, like again, strong early noughties vibes. Uh, she said she was a bit baby spice. She was a bit like, this wasn't trashy, quite trashy enough for me. But it was a bit like Paris Hilton at the mall, you know. Paris Hilton in like a juicy couture kind of cropped thing. Yeah, maybe her, it wasn't a long hair extension. She's another one who tried to pass off a trashy attitude mm-hmm. with um, and making her outfit try to be trashy, but it's not trashy. It was actually very um, like casual, pretty. It was early noughties casual. Yeah, 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 it wasn't trashy. What was trashy was your attitude mm-hmm. and the, her performance. So, hmm, the Vima, I didn't get trashy at all. This is far too sexy and sophisticated. Yeah, I did not get trashy at all. It was, like, it, she put on those long nails. Yeah. Like, she had a really nice outfit, and then she goes, I'm going to make trashy makeup and put on these <laughs> long nails. But that was not trashy. That was actually really nice. She was a bit like, as if one of the pink ladies from Greece was styled 
or would turn into like a John Willy illustration because there was that fetish element to it as <laughs> you well. You said Willy. I did. I'll um, say it again, She should have... <laughs> She should have given those nails to Sagittaria because it would have completed Sagittaria's look, mm. those nails of that. But yeah, Urgathio, I mean, that's high fashion in Liverpool. Again, I was just, I was just Her getting, outfit like, is high fashion in uh, the north. I was just getting like strong, like early noughties Katie Price vibes again. It was more, wasn't nearly everybody wore pink. What is it about pink being a trashy colour? They weren't told to wear pink. It was trashy, the theme, but oh. nearly all of them wore pink. Okay. Um, so again, yeah, like Very I think I think she, I think more than most, she nailed it with like the hair and makeup, um, and the styling. Being, I think I think she qualified as quite trashy. Yeah. You know, and she had this again pink sportswear look going on. Now, poopy was very vulgar trash she's a bit different to the others wasn't she and she it's, even said herself she was more of a like activist uh she was like an lgbtqia activist i think her she did trashy things yeah but was it trashy it was it was more I've got, i thought it was actually like she quite was like, pretty yeah i felt like she was just like more sexually liberated yeah than yeah, it, yeah. It, it was she again like i said some people came trashy mm. and the uh, some people wore trashy and some people came trashy and she's someone who came trashy yeah i, I don't i can't really put my finger on a reference of this one because she had like the simple black dress that she reversed into like a kind of pride flag and she had like this this long lavender coloured weave. I thought it was supposed to be like what those waders wear on their waist, but she couldn't like get it on. But yeah, maybe it was a pride flag. Yeah. And like I, I still I can't like picture somebody who she reminds me of. Yeah. Okay. And the next category was aggressive. Executive. Executive. So it's executive realness, but they've been given this hmm, aggressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's a Spanish term. I don't know. Maybe it's just executive like fierce, realness. fierce executive realness, isn't it? Carmen is wow. Carmen was stunning. You said yourself, didn't you? What did she, I mean, she said she she said she was inspired. She by the looks like Kim Kardashian. She from, from the hair to the makeup, it was actually quite uncanny. The the attention to detail with the styling was excellent. Yes, I think she could have done. This is me nitpicking because she looked stunning top to bottom. I could have done without that quite clunky. Um, choker that she was wearing okay i thought the the detail i mean it was a blazer but it was the detail on the blazer it's very chanel yeah exactly and the styling it made it all work with the the briefcase and the phone i loved the she whole gave it a character didn't yeah, she? yeah i loved it i think carmen just it was just a big wow for me <laughs> i loved the comedy of the oversized mobile phone and mm. she was screaming into it what do you mean my skims aren't selling um I, I, I like the 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 sexiness of the no bottoms as well. Yeah. She's a very sexy executive. She made it work. Sagittaria, I mean, I'm I'm here for an executive queen who has a cape. This is beautiful. No capes. This is genuinely very, very stylish and chic, I thought. It was a little bit nineties Mugler. It was a little bit more like because there's the, a, a, quite a big trend from the past couple of years with these capes. Chloe were doing it a lot, like executive capes kind of thing. Uh, the styling for me, though, definitely placed it early 90s. There was something about the high pony and the hair that was very 90s runway supermodel. Yeah. Um, she was absolutely stunning. And then we had the little surprise of the the, the cutout for her mully mully mm-hmm. in the back. For her bum. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, nice, nice and funny twist. And her way of making it kind of like a bit sexy and funny. So great job, Sajid. So, like, this is one of the most chic looks on their own way. This is very, very pretty. Very, very. I love the, the, the beige tones and her blonde hair. It was all very, like, honey and caramel. 
Color Queen, I before she even said it, I said, this just looks like her trashy queen with better clothes. And then she says, this yeah. is my trashy girl who's now an executive. I was like, oh, well, you, <laughs> that's what I got. I really appreciate her giving it a character and carrying a storyline forward. So mm. I'm really excited to see, actually, see if she does the next twist on the same character. Yeah. Which is a good concept. It's a really interesting concept. Um was this a successful executive realness look? Not not really. For me, I've written, you know, Kat Slater from EastEnders. I've just written Kat Slater gets a job at an office because that's what it was. Between the PVC and the Leopard, it was very like East End barmaid. She could own, like, I thought that, what would she be an executive realness for? And I thought she owns like a dog grooming yeah, company with, that, that's with what the, i saw with the, with the, the fur yeah that's stuff. that's that's the kind of look that she was serving that will be what she is the business owner executive of it won't be the same business as sagittaria or carmen oh, oh, she won't even be working the front desk in that business yeah like was this the most successful except to realness look no but i admire her for for keeping the concept of the character i okay. think that's an interesting twist what about arancha uh, for me, uh, look, is Arancha pulling a Aiden Zane? Is she wearing the same wig? She is wearing the same wig. Is that the week. same wig that I've seen? I think Arancha may have more than one wig, but they're all blonde, long, heavy bang, straight. Hmm. Um, she looks pretty in them, but it's a little bit samey. Now, this for me, it didn't really serve executive realness. Could she work in an office? Probably. And it would be around 2010. Um, and she's a big Lana Del Rey fan. That's what I can tell you about this girl. Um, she was also probably watches American Horror Story Coven, and she'd been taking a few style tips from that. I too. mean, at, at best, this is a receptionist. Yeah, entry level as well. Not that a very experienced receptionist. Was very awkward. Do you know, what we should be, we should be thinking: Would Cameron from Finance employ them? Would they be her family, or if she calls them colleagues? Colleagues. Colleagues. Sisters. In my world, you're my colleagues. We'll reach for the stars. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, hi there. Hi. Welcome. Gosh. W- would this girl be Karen from Finance's colleague? Yeah, I found the weird was a weird... Sorry, the skirt was a weird fit. There's something about it that wasn't right for me. The thing, I guess, like, when I think of executive realness, I think a powerful, experienced businesswoman who gets shit done... This girl isn't, she's not even really that interested in the job. An intern. She's an intern. She's actually moved to LA, got this job while she works in being a model slash actress. That's what's going on here. Hmm. Uh, Davima, her executive vampire look. What were your thoughts? I said to you before, when they said executive realness, I said, for reals, Davima will be wearing a Mugler. If not Mugler, a Mugler knockoff, and that's what she came out in. She's basically... A 90s Mugler runway model turned vampirus. I love this. This is beautiful. This is very chic. It's very dark. Very. She always. She quite often looks like Yvonne DiCarlo, who played Lily Munster in, uh, in The Munsters. But she, she, this is stunning. I loved it. Good. This is up there with Carmen's and uh, Sagittarius. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't enjoy it as much as that, but then I didn't appreciate it as much as you because you knew the reference. Mm. It's, like, it's like the Snatch game. We didn't appreciate it because we don't, we don't understand. It's mm. just the same as the way that you know all of these fashion things and I don't. So. Sometimes I make it up as I go along, love, honestly. Yeah, no one will know. <laughs> no one will know. We've got no designers listening to us, do we? Do we? Do we? Ugasio, <laughs> look, 
I would love to live in her world, Ogasio's mm. world. And I love that she makes everything her own. She doesn't need to do a Mugle. She doesn't need to do Vivian Westwood. She is her own designer and she her is. own point of reference. And I love that so much about Ogasio. Very campy, very original. And I just wrote, I want to live in her world. I can believe that this is exa- executive realness on the planet Neptune or something. You know, I, I, I love... She does actually do this quite consistently, sticking... She said it from the beginning. She's going to try and stick to, like, a primary colour palette. And this is the second all-blue look we've seen from Hugathio, actually, because her first look was all-blue as well. Um, the the most notable thing was these um, really pronounced sort of pagoda shoulders. They were, like, super spiky shoulders. Not to this degree, but that has actually been a bit of a trend recently for the likes of, like, Balmain and Balenciaga, I think. These, like, super pointy upward tilted shoulders so you you get Balma Melinciaga I got shark she is a shark that she is a shark executive on the planet Neptune yeah I yeah. got I got shark and the year is 2152 man has colonized Neptune and has crossbred with sharks and she owns 51 percent of the shark of the sharks Neptune. on Neptune now I think that puppy did not successfully um get the brief what did she actually give you? Did she, she actually give you executive realness? Did she give no, you something else? she got me like, you know, when you order a hoe, you know, have you done it before? Have you, have you ever ordered a prostitute? <laughs> Not lately. And they got the costume underneath. They got the, 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 <laughs> they got the leather wear underneath, but they wear like a coat over to cover it. Yes. That's, that's exactly what she did. She mm. just had a jacket, um, a coat, a blazer that she wore over some kink wear. And I was like, no, I no, mean, poopy, no. She kind of missed the mark because I didn't see her running any company. And she actually got more equestrian than um, executive vibes. She, she gave me more horse rider. Yeah, um, she missed the mark, didn't she? There were some neat little elements. And the, the, the thing she was wearing underneath was very like early 90s um, Versace Miss S&M runway with all those bondage elements. Um, we get it, Tom. You know fashion. <laughs> the, and we like, get it. But the rest of it, it just as a, as a executive look at Mister Mad. Did she look good? Yes. Um, I think she looked better when she took the jacket off. Uh, but then, if taking the jacket off means that she's not doing the category at all, it was a little bit that the she had the costume and she tried to make it fit the challenge. That's yeah. basically what happened here. Now the last category is Marbella Jitsi. Marbella. Mar. Sorry. Marbella. What'd you call me? <laughs> Bera? Bera? Rena. Rena. Marbella Jitsi. Bea. Tom, stop. We're not playing this game. You know, like Paella. Paella? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Marbella. Marbella. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last category is Marbella. What? <laughs> Marbella Jitsi. Excellent. Carmen's look is very expensive, very. I've got money, very Paris Hilton, um, yeah, going she's abroad. Yeah, kind of lady. Yeah. Um, she has got cash. She reminds me of, like, you know, Gigi Gorgeous. She actually looks quite a lot like her when she's blonde. Or Victoria Silverstedt or somebody. Some, like, tall, exotic blonde um, in, like, this PVC effect, kind of two-piece, um, like, like it's done by Venus Prototype or something like that. But very lovely, very expensive looking. I, I can tell this lady's going to some... Some some quite uh, at market parties. Very tan, and I think there are common themes of all of the looks for this one. And it was mm. they were all tan and all sunburnt. Marbella is a sunny destination. It's a very beachy destination. Yeah, yeah. I, I got there, Tom. I got Did there you? from the sunburn and the tan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Sagittarius. I got glamour. 
very glamour, very glamour. She's going to some expensive parties as well. Um, she looks like, you know, the cover model from a Mugler angel perfume campaign or something like that. There's something a bit like ethereal about her dress. But she said the stars were an inspiration, didn't she? Well, I thought that, I mean, this was like a red carpet kind of look. It was a bit glamour as a very holiday destination. I mean, I could see her at like a, a, a very, very upmarket kind of party in Marbella, probably. It's a nightgown. Not so much. I mean, I couldn't see either her or Carmen like on the beach. Could you? Well, the thing about Carmen's look is that Carmen's look looks like bikini wear made fashion. But I mean, it's like a PVC effect. It'd be far too hot to wear mm, in that okay. kind of nation. Do you like? Do you like? I do. I think she looks stunningly beautiful. Talk to me about Killer Queen. Killer Queen, again, kept with the character, and it felt like, yeah, her character's made it now, you know? She started off trashy, then she got herself a really good job, and now she's on holiday in Marbella, and she's enjoying herself. She gave me very, like, Liz Taylor by the pool vibes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I can see that. I can see that. She gives me very new money. Nouveau riche. New, very nouveau riche. Very um, traveling for the first time after winning the lottery. I think this is what rich is, but mm-hmm. this is what rich will be because I'm I'm a chav. Yes. I was a trashy queen. Yeah. I worked my way to reception, but she I won the lottery and I quit. She remembers her roots. Yeah. She really does. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. It's a story with her, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Arancha was giving me like very Abba yeah. or Cher. I, I'm not sure how... Oh, su- Jesus Christ, maybe? I'm not sure how successful this one was. For, like, one, what? for, for one, I mean, she was doing the sunburn joke, and that was funny. But her wig was like... I don't think Arancha is the the best at styling a wig because she's got this long centre parted hair that was like proper falling in her eyes, and she hadn't styled it to part properly. Oh, okay. Which would have been not too difficult, really. I mean, that's very Jesus Christ superstar slash that's what the choir wears at church. I, um, yeah. It looks great in movement. Standing still, it just it doesn't. It misses the mark, doesn't I, it? I mean, it looks kind of like loose and linen-y. She probably could wear it to the beach. Does it look great and fashionable and stylish for a runway? I don't think it does. It, Like you say, it's vaguely reminiscent of like... Uh, Anietta from, from ABBA in a white jumpsuit kind of thing. How about Davina? Davina's complete opposite because she's wearing dark colours, isn't she? Standing next to mm. um, Arancha, it's a, it's, it's a nice it's a, it's a nice contrast, but it's a very cocktail nighttime dress that Davina's wearing. I think there are two like broadly different interpretations of the challenge. Some of the girls could be poolside or on the beach. Some of the girls are going to a very swanky party, and that's where Davina's going. But it's in the eighties. She's given me very. Um, Joan Collins as Alexis Colby in Dynasty, styled by Nolan Miller. Um, you know, like Valerie likes Nolan I mean, Miller. You did a Willem name drop there. Like there was a, <laughs> there was a lot. There's a lot going on there, Tom. I, I've said it time and time again. We get it. Okay, we get it. We get it, Tom. You know fashion. Okay, I like the look. It's it's gorgeous. It's lovely. It's expensive, and it makes me feel like. She's going to a ball or something very, very fancy. I love the 80s fantasy. I love anything 80s like this. And she's really taking me there. Minor criticism, and this is not a criticism of of, of her as a person or how she chooses to live her life or anything like that. The the tattoo takes me out of the fantasy a little bit. Yeah, that always does for me. It always Unless it enhances what you're wearing, mm-hmm. it 
try cover it up. And that's been, that's been my opinion since day one. I mean, obviously, her right to have a tattoo, and it's a fantastic, gorgeous tattoo, and it really suits her in other looks. I'd say just in this look, it takes... I, I You know, Joan Collins would not have that tattoo, you know? Yeah, no, I understand, and I agree with you. I love what Ugathia was wearing. This is very chic and I lovely. love it. Mm. I love it. I believe she is on a yacht or just come off a private jet mm. and she is a fashion the yellow is stunning i love the head wrap the scarf that goes around the head it's giving me very give me a reference song because that's what you do it's, i'm getting a bit of like Catherine hepburn or somebody like that with the head wrap and stuff it's very of that kind of like 40s or 50s era cool uh to me it, it feels really retro uh but the color again ugathia loves a primary color that's yeah. what she's wearing that's gorgeous so a bright canary yellow very lovely color um uh, oh, stunning really lovely poopy uh, she gives me that retro travel feel mm. you know yeah the same thing do you remember the i mean they did jets at eleganza in season seven and pearl did something similar to this really successfully yes do you know what i see i see her um I see a picture of her driving through the uh, Las Vegas desert mm-hmm. and the scarf flowing behind yes. her in a convertible. Yeah. That's the look that I get from this. Yeah. Very that. Last and not least, Poopy Poison. I just, I know that there's a reference there because they gagged for her reveal. I, 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 because I don't understand it, I can only judge what I see. And what I see is something quite basic and mm. a very flat wig. Yeah. So they were, they were talking about Rapal. I don't know who Rapal is. Um, oh, that's a. Oh, you don't know? No, I don't oh. know. Believe it mm. or not. And it was a Strange. reveal that they were gagging for. I would say, like, if I just saw her, I'd assume again it was like quite a Liz Taylor ish kind of 70s kaftan. I mean, Liz loved a kaftan. Congrats to the girls for giving a snatch game and three looks. What an they episode. worked hard. Seriously, Tom, I'm going to ask you now who was your favorite? Who gave your favorite looks? And, so, your le- uh, and your least favourite. It's so hard to like bring them all to mind and like when you've had three looks. I think Carmen was probably up there. Sagittarius was up there and Davima was up there. Just if I'm just, you know, thinking off the top of my head. Yeah. I think Ogathio, you can add um, Ogathio to the top two. The bottom is easy this for the looks. And it's definitely, for me, Poopy and Arancha. I think the looks-wise, them two just... Are great, but not at the level of greatness as the other queens. Arancha, unfortunately, seems to have the worst wardrobe of any of the girls. She's the Electra shock of the season. She is talented and beautiful and funny as she is. Yeah. Her wardrobe's not up there. I would say Killer ends up being a bit middling because she's really polished. Um, and I really enjoyed the characterization. I just think she missed the mark a little bit with a couple of the themes. Okay. Well, no, actually, not a couple of the themes, really, because she was spot on with trash. The executive realness she missed. Uh, the Mabea glamour was a successful interpretation of it. I liked her executive realness. I mean, you can be the CEO of many different things. And I told you, she looked to me like she's she's giving me Jennifer Coolidge mm. um, and the Cinderella story. Okay, okay. She's very she's giving me that kind of executive. She is the um, she came into money and now she owns a business of her husband's kind of thing. Yeah. She's got that very very campy jacket. I feel like she nailed it all the I, way through. I is it enough to give her a win? Um, I don't know. I think I think really there were other runway looks that are more successful than her. Um, 
Who was the winner this week and who was the lip syncing? I Putting think... everything together. Because so, it's a so ball, hard. because it's a ball, they can easily save someone who did bad in the snatch game because these are two iconic things on the same episode, which yeah. is really strange to me because the ball is usually something on its own. So for Isn't me, it? The, the and sn- then the Snatch Game is usually an episode on its own. They've combined it so they can easily save someone that did bad. The, the Snatch Game has to count for more, if you ask me, because it's a, a proper iconic once a season challenge. So is the ball. I don't know. The balls are a bit more flexible, I think. You know, there have been seasons where there have been multiple balls, like in season three. Um, and what other season? Just off the top of my head, season three. Um, the Snatch Game is definitely a once... A okay. season thing. Well, then tell me, who was who's winning? Well, I guess, you know, the ones that I thought were best in the Snatch game were... Uh, was, it was Sagittarius and it was Killer. And Killer. So it'll be between those two girls. They were both quite successful okay. in, the, in the ball challenge. All right. And then the bottom ones were Hagathio and... Arantxa and Davima. Arantxa. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And Davima particularly, I think. Maybe Arantxa's, maybe Arantxa's ball could push her into the bottom two. Yeah, and keep I Devima think lip syncing would be Orgafio and Arantxa because the Devima's outfits were actually really good. And I would just say that Arantxa's ball was unfortunately really quite unsuccessful. Yeah. Let's see if they agree. Hmm. I just want to say I'm so excited because finally Killer Queen's been recognised. <laughs> She's won this... She won this episode. What an episode to win. To win the snatch game and the ball. Well, she did fantastically, didn't she? I mean, I just want to say that this is almost like a double win. I mean, we're big stands of Color Queen. She's been slept on, but not Mm -hmm. tonight. Not tonight. on tonight. Also high was Poopy Poison. Poopy was high. And Sagittaria. And Dovima was like safe, safe. Dovima was safe. Because the bottoms were actually Orgathio and Arancha. With Carmen Low safe. So Which bo- is strange. Well, they're, they're better to judge on her Snatch Game performance than we are, yeah. really. Okay, um, I agree. They, they kind of said she undersold the character a bit. So um, so Ugathio versus Arancha in the bottom two singing, well, performing Bad Gals Pussy. Uh, what were your thoughts? You are my thoughts were um, My thoughts were, I actually was, I felt like I would have, I don't know. I there are two different styles. I think it came more naturally to Arancha yes, to dance agreed. to that song, agreed. whereas I feel like Ugathio was trying to do to do it. It wasn't she natural. Was. She was it really trying to, to do it, and, and sometimes it came off like quite a bit awkward. Yeah, mm. yeah. Or I um, because you know I, I just don't think that's her bag. Like the song is kind of like a sexy slow jam kind of thing. I think it's hard to lip sync to if you're not like a sexy girl. I think Arancha did a better job of being like the funny sexy girl, and Ugathio, as we've said, it, it didn't really come very naturally. So yeah. it's doing a few jokey things. You pointed out really quite rightly that um, Ugathio seems to be getting a lot more. Yeah, because I was trying to. See, I want to see both queens, but I was. I got, I got to a point where I'm like, I'm only seeing well, mm-hmm. Ugathio. I'm not seeing much of Arancha. So I kind of knew from there that it was going to be um, Ugathio's win. And Ugathio has won the lip sync, so we say goodbye to, to Arancha. And Arancha's gone which is quite sad because i really yeah. liked her natural charm and her she's so charisma she's she has charisma she really she's does. got a big future ahead of her she definitely has like she easily came into the competitions one of the less 
polished queens, you know, but still adorable, still gorgeous, and still so, so funny and actually yeah. charismatic. So she's going to she go She had far. that charisma. That's yeah. what got her on, and that's what's going to get her These far. These goodbyes are hard, because, like, this week I was like, I don't want either of th- I, I'm not, you know, I don't want either of these girls to go. Yeah. Like, Ugathio is such a unique artist. And we've said before, she's the last kind of like unique artist left in this competition, if you like, you know, something truly, truly distinctive about her. And Rancho just had a big soft spot for her. So yeah. bye bye, girl. All right. Well, that's it. Um, We may have gone over a little bit, but that's because we had the ball and the snatch game. Bumper episode, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. No, no complaints, I'm sure. <laughs> Look, everyone, thank you for listening to another podcast of Spilling the Jeans. He will be covering Spain and only Spain for the next couple of weeks until All Stars comes up so make sure to stay in tune yeah uh, follow our Instagram yes. follow our Twitter Please. and make sure that you write us a review if you want to you'll get Please. a shout out on this page and it, it helps on this us page. so much yes on this page yes on this page this audio page yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, it for helps now helps us so much guys so thank you we'll see you guys next week the Spolo and Dr. Tom bye lots of love guys see you soon <laughs>